0: Hi, I'm Gertrude Keesley, and this is Kingdom Consciousness. Jesus said, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come, Matthew 24, 14. Before Jesus returns to set up his kingdom in its final form, the gospel of the kingdom must be extended throughout the nations of the world. In order to preach the gospel of the kingdom, we as kingdom citizens must understand the kingdom of God. Before we can become custodian to the keys of the kingdom, we must first experience kingdom living. In the past, much emphasis has been placed on the life and ministry of the king of the kingdom. Jesus Christ, and rightly so. But not enough emphasis has been given to the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus told the religious leaders of his time, ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer them that are entering to go in Matthew twenty three thirteen. It was this gospel of the kingdom that was the central purpose of Christ's life. He began his earthly ministry by declaring the arrival of the kingdom. That's You can find that in Matthew 4.17. He ended his earthly ministry by speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom, Acts 1 and 3. In between the beginning and ending of his earthly ministry, the emphasis was on the kingdom. Luke 4.43 says, and he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore I am sent. The kingdom of God was the greatest concern of Jesus. His teachings and parables focused on the kingdom. His miracles were a demonstration of the kingdom of God in action. The phrases kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven are used over a hundred times in the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We will explore the distinctions between these two. We are told to seek first the kingdom to pray for it and to preach it. We are told how to enter the kingdom and taught that residency in it requires a new lifestyle. God is equipping his citizens to become kingdom minded so that we can understand the business of the kingdom. We are sons and daughters of the king. Everything about us is royalty, but we must first adopt the mind of Christ in order to understand what that actually means. We cannot have a poverty mindset and expect to grasp the reality of how much God desires for us to prosper. But there is a greater purpose than just understanding kingdom principles. Citizens must go beyond mere knowledge of the kingdom to actually experience it and make it the central purpose of our living. So I invite you to come and go with me as we explore this most exciting, interesting and eye-opening subject. Hi, this is Gertrude Kiesley coming to you from Kingdom Consciousness. Today, we're talking about the good news of the Kingdom. God is about purpose. Everything he does points to Kingdom purpose and his purpose never changes. God's original purpose for mankind was to extend his kingly domain from the invisible or the spiritual realm into the visible or physical realm by ruling through human beings created and placed in authority. Then the fall of man occurred. God had developed a plan to help us rediscover his kingdom and restore man to his rightful place of dominion and earthly leadership. When man fell, he created a new will apart from the will of the father. Our job is to reunite the world under the one will of God. Satan, the usurper, must be removed from his earthly throne. Man developed religion. The goal of religion is to get man to heaven, but the goal of Jesus is to get heaven to us or in the hearts of men. The restoration of God's rulership on earth through mankind is what Jesus came to earth to accomplish in our lives. Jesus' message which was given to him by his father reflected his divine mission on earth as well as the passion and the, the desire of his heart. Many things are done in the name of God that are far from the spirit of God. If you look at the Christian church history, you'll see that it has been far from blameless in this regard. The church has become obsessed with fighting among ourselves, abusing people, preaching prosperity messages, and the like. Now, anytime this is done, We stop accurately and effectively representing God in this world. We literally cease to be the church. We may still carry the name of Jesus, but we have strayed from the spirit of Jesus. Advancing the kingdom involves capturing man's heart and mind for the purposes of God. The kingdom of God has invaded the earth, but its target is human hearts, not a geographical territory. God does not need to conquer the earth because it already belongs to him. The word says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The kingdom of God is not after the earth in terms of owning property. It's after the world that affects the earth, the world of human hearts and mind. God wants to restore us to our former place of honor, dominion, and authority. He wants us to rediscover and reclaim our inheritance. Jesus came to reintroduce the kingdom of God to us, and by giving his life on the cross, provide a way by which we could enter into that kingdom. Part of our introduction to the truth of the kingdom is about our inheritance. Jesus is the king, but he is not our inheritance. Our inheritance is the kingdom prepared for us before the foundation of the world. We inherit the kingdom, but Jesus rules the kingdom. Satan deceived Adam and Eve and stole theirs and ours inheritance. By legal rights, the kingdom belongs to us. So when Adam and Eve lost the papers, for example, in the garden, they forfeited the benefits of the kingdom for themselves and future generations. Now, Jesus came to remove Satan from his illegal occupation of the throne and make it possible for us to reclaim our inheritance in a sense. He is the executor of our estate. Jesus Christ is our mediator. He stands between our inheritance and us. We can't receive the full benefits of our inheritance unless we go through him. Jesus is saying, there's a great inheritance waiting for you. A kingdom is yours, even though you knew nothing about it. He's saying, I am here to reveal it to you and help you claim it. I am the mediator. I am the door. Trust in me and enter the kingdom prepared for you. And once we take him at his word, trust him as the one who can cleanse us of our sins, give him control and acknowledge him as Lord of our lives, we meet all the qualifications necessary to receive our kingdom inheritance. Isn't that beautiful? Through Jesus, we can enter the door of the kingdom, and begin to experience what's on the other side of the door. That is referred to as being born again. Being born again is exactly the first step of a whole new life. A journey of learning to know, to experience, and to appreciate our rights, privileges and responsibilities as kingdom citizens. That's the first step or one of the many rooms in the mansion. Jesus said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. We must move beyond the door. Our kingdom inheritance is about life to the max. It begins with Jesus, but it does not stop at the door. So don't get stuck at the door. The good news of the kingdom, once we become believers and enter the kingdom of God, is that we change countries. We surrender our citizenship in the world to become naturalized citizens of the kingdom of god isn't that exciting the kingdom of god is one of abundant supply we must change our poverty mindset for a provision mindset as long as we tend to our father's business he will provide everything we need, hallelujah, that's good news. For my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians four nineteen. What gospel are we preaching? If the kingdom of heaven is so full of promise and power and provision, if it is truly such good news why aren't more people around the world rushing to get in everybody wants to discover his destiny and the power to make his dreams come true the gospel of the kingdom promises all of this and more yet the vast majority of the world's people have not discovered it, much less embraced it. Why? Could it be because they have not heard the message of the kingdom? Could it be because their minds have been so blinded they cannot see the kingdom? Could it be They have heard the wrong message of the kingdom. There are many reasons. It could be because many people have not yet heard the gospel because no one has preached it to them. Also, Satan has blinded the spiritual eyes and deafened the spiritual ears of countless millions so they cannot hear or understand the gospel, even if it is preached, my Lord? Or is the church preaching the wrong message? Matthew refers to the good news of the kingdom and the gospel of the kingdom. Mark speaks of the gospel of God. Luke uses the phrase, the good news of the kingdom of God. All of these phrases, although slightly different, have the same meaning. The word gospel means good news. Our words evangelism and evangelist are derived from the Greek word evangelion. Evangelism is the process of communicating good news and an evangelist is an instrument for communicating that good news. Now, we are commissioned by Jesus to proclaim the message of the kingdom of God, and that message is described as good news for everyone who hears its message. Jesus never told us to preach a gospel, a gospel. There are many kinds of good news we could talk about, but there's only one that Jesus introduced and identified as the focus of our preacher, and that is the gospel of the kingdom. This is what he taught. He proclaimed the good news that the kingdom of God had come to earth once again, and that anyone who would come would be reunited in spirit and in fellowship with him and be restored to their full position and rights as children of God and citizens of his kingdom. The good news of the kingdom is that we can regain what Adam lost. We can once again assume the place of dominion authority that God intended for us from the beginning. God bless you. Until next time.